thank you very much, Yang. Uh, MLB afternoon action. This one was a crazy game, guys. White Sox led 6 to 1. Seattle scored 700 and answered, and then the White Sox came back to win 10 to 8. Wow, what a crazy, crazy game in Chicago. Burr gets the win. Colome with his second save of the season. Game sug ongoing now. Dodgers all over Colorado, 6 to 1, top 5. The Padres just took a lead on the Cardinals. It was 1 nothing. Padres now up 2 to 1, top 6. Uh, the Rays still up 4 nothing on San Francisco in the top of six. Rest of the sked gets going 7.05 tonight. Here is the sked. Minnesota at Philadelphia. Phillies minus 165 over under 8. Odorizzi and Pavetta. Cincy and Pittsburgh. The Pirates minus 140 favorite 7.5. Cincinnati is cold, cold, cold. Gray versus Musgrove. Toronto, another team struggling with bats at Cleveland. Tribe minus 145, 7.5. Thornton versus Bieber. 7-10, we got Boston, minus 125 at Arizona. Eight and a half is your over-under, Porcello and Godley. 7-20 baseball action, Miami taking on Atlanta. In hot Atlanta, Braves minus 170, over-under set at eight. Lopez versus Osman at 8-10. Oakland and Houston, Astros minus 65, eight and a half. Montas versus McHugh. The Cubs are taking on Milwaukee, a little rivalry there. Brewers playing 30 cents, eight and a half is your over-under. Quintana versus Woodruff, and at 10-07, the final game of the night. Texas versus the Ice Cold Angels. They're really struggling, too. Angels still minus 120 in this baseball game. Eight and a half. Lynn versus Pena. Zion Williamson, the AP Men's NCAA Hoop Player of the Year. The six-foot-seven, 285-pounder. Runaway choice, garnering 59 of the 64 votes. He'll be the first player in the NBA draft if he opts out, so probably just a one-year stay in Duke. He's averaging 22.6 points a game and 8.9 rebounds. Pretty amazing stuff. NCAA Final Four back at it Saturday. Game lines, first game, 6.09 tip, Virginia minus six at Auburn. Total, 131. Late game, 8.49 p.m. Eastern. Not much movement. Michigan State, two and a half point favorite over Texas Tech, 132 flat. Tonight, the CIB Final, best two out of three. Series tied at one, winner take all tonight. DePaul, minus one, 146. Now the over-under in this basketball game. NCAA Women's Final Four resuming tonight. Big heavyweights here. Number two, Oregon versus number one, Baylor. Lady Bears, Gabe mentioned. It opened up at seven, now eight and a half. Steam, steam, it burns. 147 and a half. And at nine o'clock, number one, Notre Dame takes on number two, Yukon. Irish, minus two and a half, 157. The Vanderbilt Commodores from the SEC have hired Jerry Stackhouse as their new men's basketball coach today. Business as usual for Goss Rosen in Arizona. Rosen set to take part in the team's offseason workouts on Monday. Trade rumors were swirling, but uh, hey, Rosen says he's guy he is going to report, and uh, the team has no willingness to trade him, despite numerous teams have called the Cardinals inquiring about the quarterback's availability. Arizona holding down that number one pick in the NFL draft. They've been linked to Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Kyler Murray of Oklahoma. Cleveland Browns, a pair of moves today. They signed Orlando Apollo's quarterback, Garrett Gilbert, also penning former Steelers safety Morgan Burnett. Busy night in the NBA with 13. Here are the big ones in the Eastern Conference. We still need a playoff to settle things. Atlanta at Orlando, big game for the Magic. They're laying 9, 226. Uh, if they win their last three games, Orlando, they control their own destiny. So the Magic, if they run the table, they're in. Also, another big game for the Miami Heat. They're at Minnesota tonight. Minus three and a half is Miami, 218 and a half. Heat need a win here. And Detroit at Oklahoma City, tough one for the Pistons. Oklahoma City minus seven in this game, 215 and a half. Pistons need a W. Miami, Detroit, Orlando, Brooklyn, all fighting for the playoff spots in the East. Just three games in the National Hockey League ice tonight, as we mentioned. Columbus now, lots of steam here. Opened up at 220 now, minus 260 against the New York Rangers. Total six, 
Columbus. If they get uh, a win in this game with two points, they will get the final playoff spot in the East. Montreal hanging on by a thread. Carolina, the Hurricanes clinched last night with a win over the New Jersey Devils. Other games, Dallas at Chicago. Blackhawks, small favorites, minus 115, six and a half. And the Kings taking on Anaheim. Ducks minus 160, five and a half. PGA golf action. Ricky Fowler just uh, was in the lead at nine under. Jordan Speed at eight under. These guys really battling right now. Siwoo Kim leading at nine under. Ricky Fowler and Jordan Speed breathing down his neck. Should be a great weekend at the Valero Open. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morency hosts Red Heat and Rage. We're in the DFS betting hour. Hopefully we'll take a couple calls with your guys' picks tonight. NCAA March Madness men's and women's style too. So stick around. Red Heat and Rage Radio. It's coming up next. All you have to decide what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, thanks, Jack. Good job. Level three has done game time decisions. Ready for Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports and Radio Network. Uh, iHeart. Now on YouTube uh, as well. All right, uh, so uh, we've got a lot of uh, lot of games uh, to get to. We'll run through uh, the basketball board, but really it's all sort of meaningless. We'll try to isolate the games that actually matter. You guys know, man, I love the NBA, but uh, I've abstained uh, from the NBA for the most part um, for over the last, like, 10 days since the tournament started. Uh, it was funny last night seeing um, seeing Eric Bledsoe throw the basketball at Joel Embiid. Uh, I like it. It was a, yeah, a spirited game. It's, it's ready for the playoffs. I'm telling you, Cam. People always say, oh, in the old days and blah, 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 and all this. People that say, like, that today's NBA player, they're all hugging each other. They don't watch the league. Like, the NBA, most of these guys, they don't like each other. It's it's funny. There's a lot like, of hate going on. Good point. There is. Like, there's a million rivalries, and there's, like, the star players are all sort of vying for money, right? You know, like, the Greek freak, and beads in his way. You know what I mean? Like, you're just in my way to make money. You're in my way in basketball sense, marketing sense, like, just everything. There's a lot of ego and competition. They realize LeBron James sort of plays to win and is about himself and about money and like everyone's sort of manning up and tensions are high. Kyle Lowry the other night after the Orlando game, I said, good game. He's like, who cares? <laughs> he basically like said, yeah, he goes, who good cares? Attitude. He win. goes, we all know. We, yeah, he goes, we all know only thing that matters is what happens in a couple of weeks. And he knows, everyone knows, Ibaka, Kawhi Leonard, everyone, everyone's just thinking about the playoffs now. The Raptors are turning it up a notch, though. They've won five in a row uh, going in here. But we'll get to the games. Our boy Rockamaniac will join us. We're going to talk uh, a little uh, little WrestleMania uh, before we're done here today. But on a more serious note, and I brought this up on the morning show, uh, today obviously was the day that uh, Craig Carton, and I have the New York Post here. He's actually on the front page of the Post today. Um, it was the day that he was sentenced, and uh, he got uh, three and a half years. Uh, if you didn't, uh, you didn't hear. I believe forty-two months to be exact. Um, and truth be told, it's actually very good. Like all things considering, could have been worse. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The prosecutors were asking for five to seven, and he ends up with three and a half. I think the fact that he's done this. Um, you know, anti-gambling, or at least this, the 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 dangers of gambling. He did a video about the dangers of gambling, and um, you know he's been very forthright. 
about uh, about uh, about the situation. Now, me personally, I think he should have done this before uh, the trial started, and yeah. maybe you know it could have been two years or something. Yeah. I mean, there was no way he was walking out of this. I mean, other people that were involved got four years, six years, and so ultimately, though, I think the moral of the story is it uh, it doesn't pay to snitch because one of the dudes that rolled over and cooperated ended up getting five years. <laughs> Great point. So, Might as well go down swinging, right, Gabe? Yeah. yeah. Stitches get stitches and end up in ditches. And in jail, yeah, if you find out you're a snitch, uh, that's somebody you don't want to be hanging out with. Ding, ding. And um, so, yeah, he got he got 42 months. Since it's a federal, since it's a federal situation, I believe he's going to have to do 85% of it. Now, we can get more detailed. If you're a drug addict, you get put into rehab and stuff. You get out earlier. But, so he should actually claim he's got a drug problem to be honest. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Radio, Indian Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, spoiling, uh, spoiling the uh, Colorado Rockies home opener six one right now. Uh, they're in the uh, the fifth inning. Although we should note uh, the Colorado Rockies do have the bases loaded in the bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, and for the record, if you want to roll the dice. Rockies are plus seven twenty five. Plus seven twenty-five on the, the uh, run line. On the money line right now. Give me a run line. On the run line? Yeah. Uh not bad actually, Cam. Plus four and a half, minus one fifteen. I think I'm gonna get into that. It's it's uh it's only the fifth inning, so it is. It's anything can happen at course. Anything could happen yeah. at Coors, right? Plus three and a half is plus one forty. Plus four and a half is minus one fifteen. Plus two and a half runs, plus two twenty. Yeah. Um, we'll get Rockamaniac on at uh, six forty, Yang. Um, so yeah, we'll get uh, Rockamaniac on at uh, at six forty. Uh, San Diego's up two one on St. Louis uh, right now, and Tampa Bay's up four nothing on the Giants. They scored uh, four early runs, in fact, in the first inning, and there hasn't been a run scored since. Oh no! Nope. Tampa been an, an under machine. And there's been a couple of teams that have been under machines, and there's no reason really to – man, the numbers are getting short right now, but you know, why not just keep riding this stuff? I mean, look at look at some of these unders here. So Tampa Bay is 7-0 to the under. I'm kicking myself I didn't get this in right now today. Um, they're 7-0 to the under, and it's 4 nothing in the sixth inning right now. The Toronto Blue Jays are 7-1 to the under. The Detroit Tigers are 7-1 to the under. Reds, the Angels, and Astros are both six and one to the under. The um, the Cincinnati Reds are six and zero to the suck. under. They can't hit. They can't hit. People talked about their pitching. 
uh, coming yeah, over yeah. the year. They it's, can't yeah, hit. it's not the pitching. I, 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 there's a bad chemistry problem on that team early. It doesn't look good, Gabe. I've, I've been victim of the Reds. I thought they'd bounce back, and <clears throat> I'm not giving this team any more money till I see changes. Like, it's it's a nightmare. It's absolutely brutal. Their pitching has been fantastic. They're 0-0 against the Pirates. They can't get a clutch hit. They're The, the Blue Jays and the Reds right now, you look at their up and down their lineups, it's tough. It's crazy right now. Yeah, usually you tend to go with these overs, but, man, there's a lot of teams that can't hit in baseball right now, Reds and Blue Jays being two of them. Well, I'll tell you, yeah, the Toronto Blue Jays have played seven games, guys. Uh, the Blue Jays have played seven games, and uh, there have nearly been no hit in three of them. That's nearly half their games, like 40% of the games. I know. Like, uh, they nearly got – there was a perfect game. Like, Zimmerman had a perfect game going into the eighth inning. Hess? Um, but you know what? No, it's, it's almost commonplace. Look, yeah. I mean, and then you had Bauer. And, and, uh, and Bauer. Yeah, but he had and too many again, pitches. And he got taken – another pitcher taken out of the game. Yeah, it's it's almost though. impossible. Yeah, he wasn't going to get at, there. But the thing it is – He was at 117. Yeah, yeah. Hess was at 82. It was different. Hess was at 82. Even Bauer admitted that, you know, yeah. He said it's early in the year. And I like Bauer was honest. He goes, I think I could have done it. But he goes, I'm not gonna lie. Like I can't I can't really argue it. It's it's early in the year. And as you stated, another three innings, it would have been getting up there actually. Yeah, the um, reason Gabe too many walks. Like he had a lot of strikeouts, but right. he walked uh, six Js. That's just the pitches yeah. uh, they they added up. I watched the game and uh yeah, the Blue Jays. It's like what what Sussman's promo there. Me and you talked about it the other day. They're rolling out Socrates, Brito. Like these guys, like I'm looking at the Jays lineup going, what's happening here? Uh, I know Montoyo's just on the job, but you're a team that, you know, you want to get off the right uh, off to the right foot. Sanchez pitched his ass off. You have no chance of winning the game because of your bats. It's like the runs he gave it up, too. They were on like little squibblers and stuff like that, right? It's like he pitched his ass off. It's funny. Both the Reds and the Jays are pitching a lot better than people thought. They just can't hit their way out of a paper bag right now. And I'll tell you, how do we not take the uh, how do we not take the under in the Jays game? It's seven and a half, uh, but at least it's not six and a half. And I know they're not aces on the hill, but if you look at the lineups, I mean, listen, one of these days they're, they're going to explode, and the Reds are going to start hitting the baseball eventually. But it's pretty clear right now, guys, that for the most part, the there are a lot of bad teams that can't hit the ball early right now, and it seems like the pitchers are ahead uh, right now of the hitters. It's too bad, though, because a lot of the teams that have these monster underruns going aren't playing tonight. You know what game that pissed me off last night I didn't get in on was that you knew it and I knew it. We all freaking knew it. Is, uh, was you Darvish, that he sucks. And yep. that, uh, We're on the, the, I was on the Braves. Braves. I got the yeah, other game call. wrong, though. Yeah, it was a good game to good. bet on. You Darvish is a gas can. He's got no control right now. Marquecas, five for five, Gabe. I couldn't believe the line. I almost didn't bet it because I thought it was like, you know, my radar comes up. I'm like, I would have made the line 20, 30 cents higher. But the Cubs still get respect. Joe Madden, uh, he's made some very interesting moves with his pitching staff early on in the year. Everyone talks about this guy as a so-called genius. Well, you know, to me, he's just another manager that overthinks things a lot of the time. But anyway, you Darvish, he's a real problem for fantasy owners too, man. Like this guy, his velocity is going to be down too, and he walks too many guys and he gets hit. He's just not the same pitcher anymore. You talked about him when you were with your Dodgers, Gabe. He was the problem. Hugh Darvish was, cost, you know what I mean? He was the problem. So this cost, is just cost, a new thing. He cost the Dodgers the World Series. Yes, he did. If you really break it down, it was. No, it, it, it was the Dodgers part, lost yeah, was in seven games. They lost yeah, in lost seven games. games. He got rocked twice. 
You know what I mean? Like two out of seven, bro. And I'm not like you can't fully blame the Dodgers left a million guys on on base and in scoring position. All right, yeah, no, I'm not disputing that. But whatever, bro. You started two out of the seven games, and we were down like five nothing both times. Like it wasn't just that he lost the game; it was that he didn't give us a chance to win both times. You know what I mean? You're in the World yeah. Series against the Astros. It's tough enough, bro. We can't be spotting them four runs in the first inning every night, right? Nope. And both times he pitched, we were down right away, man. And you know what's crazy, the irony of this, is the Dodgers could have gotten Justin Verlander. The Detroit Tigers were shopping him and figured out the Dodgers will take him. They take everybody, right? They have money. And they actually contacted the Dodgers, and the Dodgers didn't want to pay Verlander. There was the... um, you know, people remember a couple of years ago, people debated whether Verlander was done or not, right? And obviously he wasn't. But the oh, thing the is, a lot of people thought that he was. The velocity was way down, and, you know, it was a big debate in, in, in the baseball world for years. The fantasy people, what's the deal with Verlander? And he was making, Cam, like $25 million a year with the Tigers, and his contract was going up to like 35. He makes like $35, $40 million a year now. So... The Dodgers were like, we don't want to be on the hook like for, for him for like a bunch of years after this. And the Dodgers loved you, Darvish. They basically <laughs> yeah, chose you, Darvish, over Verlander. And then ironically enough, Verlander beat the Dodgers twice in the World Series. Yep. He beat Darvish, ironically Darvish. enough. Yes, <laughs> crazy. And then, and then we let Darvish go, and then Darvish runs his mouth and bashes the Dodgers. <laughs> I'll yeah. show them. It's like, what do you mean you'll yeah. show us? You screwed us. Like, yeah. you, show nothing. you screwed us. Yeah, you're the reason we lost the freaking World Series. Yeah, it really pissed me off, man. But uh, So looking at the baseball board here tonight, we got the aforementioned Reds, Sonny Gray against uh, Musgrove of the, of the Pirates tonight. Pirates, Buckaroos, minus 140, total 7.5. Uh, Minnesota Twins and uh, and Philadelphia, Pavetta, minus 165. Oda Rizzi, uh, total is 8. Red Sox, Porcello. Minus 130 on the road in Arizona. Total is eight and a half in that baseball game. Um, Arizona have been a big over team, actually. They're one of the few over teams. Uh, they've only had one game stay not oh, uh, stay under. Uh, Blue Jays, seven and a half. Uh, Bieber, minus 145. Thornton, plus 125. Uh, Marlins, Lopez at uh, Gossman. This is sort of one of these deals, Cam. We were talking about it with the border, with the, the number. You think the Braves win tonight at minus 170? Is it too high, or is it sort of one of these trap games? Yeah, I'm going to stay away from that game today. I've just learned I won with the White Sox. I'm getting pummeled with the Rockies. Uh, The Dodgers keep on scoring. i got to pick my spots a little bit tonight. I don't want to just trade wins and losses for juice. But I think Oakland might be worth a look, Gabe. I'm looking for, like, a value play. They're getting a lot of money in a game that I think should be a pick but we'll go through the board. But I'm giving the A's a long, hard look, buddy. Long, hard look. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio continues. Uh, we'll continue banging uh, off the games uh, in a car tonight. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
game time decisions. Ready Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeart Radio. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Major Redhead Cam Stewart kicking it. Crazy, crazy stuff, Gabe. I'm just watching the golf live. Siwoo Kim, hole-in-one on the par three. One bounce and Ooh. dunk. He's got the lead right now. Siwoo Kim feeling it. What a shot. You'll see it on the highlight reels tonight, dunking it on the par three. This, when he's good, um, man, I'll tell you, when this kid's on, he is on. and He's on right now. Speaking of uh, speaking of golf, so we ended up having Rick Riley on the show. Uh, when uh, it was all said and uh, we had Rick Riley on the show. It was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty, good. pretty um, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, so we, we got into the, uh, we got into detail about Donald Trump and his, um, and his, his, uh, his cheating on golf horses. But it's over the top, Cam. Like, um, it's like Mr. way Burns. over the top. Exactly like Mr. Burns. Remember when he played uh, Homer? (laughs) And Smithers has got the balls. Hey, they're bird eggs. Yeah, throw them up. Exactly. You've been cheating. But but with everybody type of thing. With everybody. Like basically like uh, Donald Trump wants to play golf with Michael Jordan, but Jordan won't play with him because Jordan played for money. Yeah, you got to play for real. You got to play for real if you play with Jordan. And so, but get this. So Mike Tirico was playing with Trump. And um, Tarico smokes a ball, uh, second shot, approach shot. Mike Tarico, it's uh, a couple other guys. Mike Tarico smokes a ball. Tarico right on the green. All right, it's like Tarico's best shot of his life type thing. Two hundred and fifty <laughs> yards, approach shot, bam, on the green. Tarico gets up to the green, and his ball is in the bunker. And he's like, I know, I saw it on the green, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Trump's caddy tells him after Trump picked it up and threw it in the bunker. You got to be kidding me. No. So, wow. There's another story. Oh, so get this. When Trump plays golf, he insists, and he owns the course. So what are you going to do? So he insists, though, he drives first no matter what. He goes first. Yep, yep. Yep, of course he and, does. It's up there. And, of course, instead of, like, normal people waiting for everyone else to shoot, no, no, he goes ahead in his cart. So that's what he does. He goes ahead in his cart, and basically he, he drops his ball wherever he wants, and, you know, he'll throw your ball. But it's, it's crazy. So he was playing with, a ki- with uh, some movie producer guy, guy like some big Hollywood guy, won the Oscar for the Green Book or whatever. You know, Trump hates Hollywood, but there he is playing golf with the guys, right? So, anyways, so he's playing golf with the guy, and uh, his kid is there, the guy's kid, and the 13-year-old kid. So they're playing a par three. They all take the shots. Trump shot rolls off the green into the water. The kid puts it on the green. The father put it on the green. The kid... The kid gets up to the green, and Trump is putting his ball. And he says, excuse me, Mr. Trump, but your ball went in the water. I think that's my ball. And Trump (laughs) said, no, no, kid, your ball went in the water. Trump sunk the putt. (laughs) Like, the thing is, it was for, like, club championships and stuff. Like, it's 
Like Trump talks about, like he has all these trophies that he's a club yeah, champion he's, and stuff. He's cheating. It's but just he really like Mr. Burns. It. It's crazy. It really is it. Yeah, so it's not just like, oh, yeah, yeah, he kicked the ball and whatever. Ha, ha, uh, having a couple of crazy beers stuff. and everyone's laughing. No, like in real, like he's competing and he cheats type thing. It's just basically they said like he can't not cheat when he's on the golf course. But that's why he's the president, though. And that's why, like I said earlier, not to get political, but – no one on the Democrats, really, they don't play hardball like these guys do. You know what I mean? Like, Trump doesn't care. He'll kick a 10-year-old kid's golf ball into the drink. He doesn't care. <laughs> you know? And, like, he doesn't want to lose to the kid even. So, and they were saying, basically, like, if if your shot's better, he'll just play your ball. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. What, you're playing a Titleist, too? No, no, your ball's brutal, in the drink. <laughs> So, I don't even know where to go actually, with that. That's sickening. Yeah, it's crazy. It was actually a pretty funny interview, actually. Like to hear just the depth of it. Yeah. Like, holy crap! Like, like he's obsessed. I guess that's why like, he wrote a whole book. Remember, we're thinking, can you just do a couple pages? Well, now we—that's the thing. I was thinking, you know, maybe he's in the woods, his balls under a rock, he might move or whatever. But this extent of cheating sounds insane. Like to not like to hit your ball in the water—that's a two-shot penalty, right? But he's putting it on the green. Like, think about his score if he didn't cheat, right? That's why nobody wants to play with him. I like I like Jordan. I'm not playing with you for money. I know you're going to cheat. Screw you. Yeah, but the thing is, that was the point almost of it on a more serious note is Trump arguably, Cam, is the best presidential golfer ever. Like, which is true. Like, yeah. without the, the garbage or whatever. Right? He never played. Like, Trump, like, who else? Yeah. they're saying Trump's handicap is like an eight or a nine pretty good which it's good yeah and he's playing on the, he's playing on real pga courses like they're his yes, courses like so he's playing on tough ass courses and they're saying people say if he doesn't cheat and it's for real he'll shoot like a 78 or something like that or pretty an 80 good. pretty freaking good for a 72 73 year old man like it's That's great pretty damn good he almost it's shoots great. his eight if that is it is it's great. great it's exceptional it's exceptional but he shouldn't cheat. he tells but he tells people he's a two handicap. You know what I mean? Like, why? You know what I mean? Like, it's good enough that you're a seven and eight. Like, even since if you're an eight or nine, just tell people you're a six or a seven. But he tells yeah. people he's a two. But he's not a two. Like, everyone knows he's not a two. He's not a two. An eight, you know what I mean? Nine. Yeah. He's not. Like, he's a seven. People say, no, he actually shoots like 80 or so, which he's 72 years old. Pretty and he ain't playing, he ain't playing at the public muni. He's playing at, like, no. Trump International Doral and stuff. Right? So the guy shooting 80s on, like, real PGA courses, freaking impressive. Like, he is it's a great golfer. But he, he cheats so much that it taints his good golfing. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, they were saying, <laughs> like they were saying the only time he can't cheat and he doesn't cheat is when he's on TV at, like, Tahoe and pro Oh, and that's a, yeah, that's the thing. He can't cheat on TV. Can't cheat. <laughs> he can't cheat on TV. <laughs> That's excellent. They should get all of his matches uh, on television. Yeah. So they're saying that, like, whenever you actually, when he, whenever he's played for real, like, he's been good. Like, there's documented where he shot an 80, and you know what I mean, at these at these tournaments and stuff. But he's not cheating because he's on TVs in front of people. But the thing is, whatever. Like, this is before he was the president even, though. So it's not just like, oh, he's a president. He can do what he wants. The funniest video I ever saw, though, uh, Cam, is Trump rolls up on greens in his cart. 
Like, he drives on the green yeah. on his golf cart. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That is so bad. Like, like not once, you know all the do? time. Like, he pulls no, right up, like, he gets out, he and he putts. That's <laughs> nuts. That's so dumb. Honestly, if I were to do that on my course, if I were to grab, like, a cart and go and ride on the green, you go to, like, you're literally going to get sued you're and go bad. to jail. You know how bad? Yeah, you know how bad that is for the green, man? Like, the tires and stuff? They don't even want you to wear old spikes anymore, Gabe. Remember the old spikes yeah. that used to dig in and leave the marks? Got to have soft spikes. Watch out for the greens. Yeah, I'm sure a ra- radial tires with Trump in there I was just smashing up the green. That's good for business. Yeah, well, he's the president. He that's does what, what he wants. That's what's great, though. He's the president and he owns the golf course. So what the hell yeah. are you going to do? He can, yeah, that's he, power. He could ride the green. <laughs> yep, that's right. He can go on the green if I want. I own it. But if I was – think about it, though, Cam, like you said, if you're like a member – we talked about you're paying $350,000 a year and in like initiation fees, you know, and then you got Trump ahead of you and the group ahead of you running his cart on a green. A lot of fun, Ken. <laughs> you know I, mean? I know, exactly. And it's I feel like bad for the all guy in the. Fun. Think about the guy in the club championship, too, right? So he might be an eight handicap, too, and he's got to play Trump, and he knows if this thing's not televised, Trump's going to cheat to beat me. He's going to take oh, the yeah, trophy. Yeah. Like, that would, su- that would suck if you're like the one of the better guys at the club. That's uh, not cool. Think about being the greenskeeper there too. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, a lot of you'll be up at three o'clock you know, in the morning. Uh, you, you know, yeah, Trump, hard he goes, he drives on the green with his golf cart, and then he probably fires you an hour later because the greens effed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. How come the greens exactly. messed up? Well, sir, because you rode on it with your tires. <laughs> but like, you know. Like, but anyways, so what? Uh, we'll get back to our best bets at the end of the show again. But what are you going to be betting on tonight? Just I'll throw mine out here right now because we're going to talk a little wrestling when uh, Rockamaniac steps up. I'm going to Paul uh, on the money yep. line. I'm going uh, UCF to Paul over uh, the number. I'm going Baylor and Oregon women over the number. I'm going Notre Dame money line women. UConn Notre Dame over 157 in the women's game. Nuggets Clippers money line parlay in the NBA and uh Jays Indians under seven and a half. I like it. I'm gonna look uh for um Notre Dame money line in the ladies game. I got too much going on in the games on Saturday. Tonight in baseball, call it a trap. I believe uh Bieber and the Indians at forty five cents. He's a good pitcher. I'll take my chances. Cleveland against Thornton. This line, if it's a trap, I've fallen into it, Gabe, because I would have made that line about a buck seventy. It's one forty-five. I see value with the favorite in Cleveland against Toronto tonight. I also like Milwaukee. Yeah, Woodruff, good call. Woodruff against uh, Quintana. I think thirty cents is a fair price for Milwaukee to get it done against the Cubs, who I really think overrated baseball team. I don't like them. And also uh, two dogs that are going to make my card. I think I'm going to take a shot with Oakland tonight with Montas at plus one forty-five. And I'm looking at the Texas Rangers as a dog at plus 100, Lynn versus Pena. The Angels shouldn't be favored over anybody. They suck. They're, 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 that's another team, man. <laughs> you see, watch the Angels. Buddy gave up, uh, Harvey gave up five runs in the first inning there, Gabe. Like, after that great start, oh, he's back. Like, crazy stuff in baseball <laughs> early. But that's what I'm going with right now. Cleveland, Milwaukee, and, uh, yeah, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Oakland. Are my do- uh, that's my game. And Notre Dame in the women's game so far. When are you? Uh, when are you going to Vegas? Uh, I leave Sunday. No, no, Monday morning. Like late, late uh, okay. Monday in the morning. So, yeah, <laughs> it's happening. Rockamaniac stepping up and in. A little WrestleMania talk. We'll also get back to our best bets of the day.
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Major League Baseball season now in full swing. It's time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth $1 million winner for another one of the countless numbers of 100,000, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars using DailyRoto.com to help set their DraftKings and FanDuel lineups. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. Get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, the use of lineup optimizers that have created billions and millions of dollars of DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get a 10% discount today. Good job, uh, Cam. Just uh, firing off firing off a couple of picks to uh, the West Coast. Uh, West, West Coast, Coast uh, Inputter. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got some action in another place. I didn't make it out to the book today. I'm kind of wishing that I did right now. I'm getting the itch uh, here yeah, itch. Uh, to lay it down. Itch. I've got some Bitcoin in play, too. <laughs> nice. Bitcoin. Yeah, I've got some Bitcoin. I'm going to go to the book. Uh, I'll head out uh, to the book uh, tomorrow. And, of course, right next uh, to uh, the sports book is MetLife Stadium, where the Jets don't only have uh, new uniforms, but WrestleMania uh, will be taking place. Uh, let's bring in Rockamaniac right now to talk uh, WrestleMania. I believe it's WrestleMania 35. Steve Wilson, a.k.a. Uh, Rockamaniac, a longtime uh, wrestling radio host and longtime Rageaholic, steps up and in and joins us. What's going on, Rockamaniac? How's it going, boys? Pretty good, good stuff, Rockamaniac. Steve. Good stuff. Thanks for boys, joining us. To too bad uh, too bad you're not down here right now, but I'll tell you, um, it looks like it's going to be winter mania instead of WrestleMania. It actually snowed this morning in New York City. Supposed to warm up over the weekend, but it's far from ideal conditions right now. That's the crazy thing. You know, over the last few years, WrestleMania has become one of those events that are always in an outdoor stadium. And, and we've always been waiting and wondering when that, you know, event is going to happen, that, you know, Armageddon happens and it actually rains or snows. I know earlier this week we we exchanged some messages about the prop bets uh, as to whether or not it's going to rain on Sunday at the event. So there's all sorts of, uh, you know, speculation going into Sunday for sure. Yeah, there's even odds whether it's going to rain or not. But, hey, it adds to it. And people, if you're going to a WrestleMania, you're hardcore to begin with. Um, I, You know, I'll be honest with you, Steve. Um, I'd like to go. I've never been to a WrestleMania. I'd like to go. I've been to, I was at the Montreal Screwjob. I've been to sort of some big pay-per-views and stuff. But I've never been to a WrestleMania uh, before. And I like to see the spectacle of it, especially in this massive stadium in New York. It'll be cool. But I watched, and I watched Monday Night Raw Monday uh, some of it, and then I even saw some of the SmackDown on Tuesday. And I swear, dude, there wasn't one, not one match, not one angle, not one anything that made me go, man, I want to see that. And I don't know, it's just because I'm, I'm old and everyone's dead or, or like they've just phased everyone out, so to speak. But that was my deal, just 
But in the wrestling world, what's the take? Is this known as a stacked and a good WrestleMania coming in? No, actually, you hit the uh, nail on the head, actually. is uh, This year's WrestleMania does not have a card that uh, a lot of people are invested in. There's a lot of matchups that uh, really uh, don't have any sort of long-term build or don't have any sort of, uh, you know, personal or real-life factor into it besides maybe, you know, the main event, of course, with, with the uh, the three women and Ronda Rousey, obviously. But uh, besides that, no, it's kind of a lackluster card, and it's going to be one hell of a long card. This ain't going to be a sprint. It's going to be a marathon. There's like 18 matchups on Sunday. So uh, people uh, are not as excited as usual for WrestleMania. I, You know, listen, I'd like to go, uh, but the problem is it's crazy. Ticket brokers are doing well with this despite the weather. The tickets were like 300 100 bucks now? Yeah, it was 180 now? bucks. It was 140 like a month ago for the cheapest yeah. ticket. Then it spiked to about 180, 190. And it sort of hung around there for the last week or so. And briefly earlier in the week, it dipped to like 140. It was raining in New York and it dipped to 140. And I was like, good, good. Just chip away. This is for like literally the last row. Like it's the worst seat. And I'm like, good, chip it down, chip it down. And, and boom, it's popped up to 290, 280, 290. <laughs> like, it didn't go down. It went up. All right, so, Steve, for the degenerates that are going to be betting on this stuff, uh, the women's championship, I got this from, from the MMA world. Middle Easy has a contact with Ronda Rousey, so they're a good source, actually, for Rousey news. Basically, they're saying she's not booked for anything. Like, she's not scheduled to be on Monday Night Raw, Tuesday, etc. She's not booked. What are you hearing? Is she taking time off? I don't think she's going back to the UFC, but I think she could be drained after after this this stuff. Um, so is she, she's not going to win, is she, at plus 300, Ronda Rousey? Is it Becky Lynch that's going to win at minus 260? The odds have come down, actually. So, yeah, your sources are right. Uh, it is highly likely that Ronda Rousey takes a break from WWE uh, following WrestleMania. Uh, original rumors were that she was just going to leave all together uh, because she uh, wanted to start a family with Travis Brown, of course. Uh, but uh, more like more than likely, she'll be back later in the year. Uh, so it's highly unlikely that Ronda Rousey uh, it comes out the winner on uh, on Sunday. Uh, now, whether or not it's Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair, that's the debate that's ongoing at this moment. Uh, Ronda Rousey not too happy with how the whole thing is playing out. Not, not uh, to open, so to speak, uh, to uh, I, I guess uh, doing <laughs> doing the dues and sit, laying down and losing on Sunday. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, That's what I was going to uh, say, yeah. Steve. Her personality, Her Cam. This I is know. wrestling. She's not. She's yeah. not going to want to put Becky Lynch over, right? And she's going to have to, like almost. They don't like her. Becky Lynch is the most popular one. So basically, exactly. They, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I bet you Becky beats Charlotte somehow, Steve. Like, Rousey's that not going to do the, it. No, that's it. Most people expect that. There is uh, ongoing talks between the three and Vince McMahon. Apparently, there's still going to be some more meetings going on uh, tomorrow uh, to try to figure out what and how they're going to do it. Uh, you know, either way, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. they're, they're leaning with uh, Be- Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But, yeah. Listen, guys, a 10, 10 to 1 for Charlotte Flair, man. You never know. Big odds. Yeah. Uh, it's a good call. Okay, so take I'll, Ronda Rousey out of the equation, 
And if yeah, it's Flair, yeah. she's the biggest dog under the mall. Like, that's something to look at. But I got to well, exactly. believe Lynch gets it done. But I, don't I've put Rousey in there. Whatever you do, don't do it. Like, <laughs> people close to Ronda in the MMA world, basically, I don't know if she told them, yeah, I'm taking a break. I'm not. Uh... Yeah. And then I heard, boom, she's not scheduled. Like, she's leaving, essentially. Not quitting, you know, but basically, she's getting on a plane after WrestleMania. She ain't staying in New York. She's not doing the Monday Night Raw. She's not, you know. So I don't think she's winning. And I think there'll be a riot oh, in the stadium unless Becky Lynch wins. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. And, and I give my props to, to Ronda Rousey. It's been a year that she's had a, a great run with the company. And, uh, you know, she, she'll take some time off. She has a three-year contract, so she's probably going to come back. But uh, this is probably the end of the run. Okay, I'm going to rattle off the matches because uh, we've got a couple you, minutes Gabe. here. All right, I got give, one give it for to you. Him. Okay, yeah. I want to see if this one's a lock there, Rockamania. And my, bookie, my bookie, guys, yeah. has all the odds up for every match. That's where we're Perfect. looking here. I got to go. I think I got a few bucks left in that account. But Rockamaniac, I think so. Probably parlaying Lynch if it goes down. But I got to think Intercontinental Championship, Finn Balor. They won't let you minus, parlay. Uh, they won't? Okay. So Finn Balor at minus, uh, what is he, 380 versus Bobby Lashley. Is Finn Balor a lock? I got to believe Balor over Lashley seems pretty good to me there, Rockamaniac. Uh, it's not like minus 600 either, but he should win this match, don't Ooh, you think? Up to 500 now. Up to 500. Oh, boo, boo. I don't like that. Absolutely. <laughs> I think you're right, uh, Cam, actually. Uh, and uh, most likely Finn Balor is going to break out his demon character. He only he does this very rarely on big events for WWE. Anytime he does, he wins. So this looks like, uh, you know, Sunday, That's uh, that seems to be a lock. Perfect. Um, yeah. No, I just tried. They won't let you parlay it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that would have been great. If we could no, I, I, you know, funny yeah. story. Once, quick, quick, funny story is that uh, there was a site that allowed me to, to parlay back in the day. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I basically screwed them for about $3,000 one Sunday. <laughs> and nice, then right nice. after that, they, they stopped it. They never allowed it ever again. Well, at least, stuff. Good at least you, you cashed in. And, yeah, exactly. And you know what? Um, <laughs> you, yeah, you would know this, Steve. Remember there was a guy on Reddit a couple of years ago? They, he was obviously oh, an yeah. insider, and he nailed it. He nailed Cam, like, three or four pay-per-views in a row, but, like, severely nailed it. Like, he knew the script. Like, he said, watch for this, look for that. And people – no one knows who it was. What, was it a pissed-off wrestler that had an insight? Was it a disgruntled employee? But he got greedy. So he put it on – he put it on Reddit a few times, but he um, – somebody – same thing, Steve. There was a book that allowed the parlays. They didn't want to pay. He hit him, Cam, for like $49,000 in <laughs> UFC parlays. Like, he maxed That's out. Amazing. But the thing is, the guy knew. Like, he nailed them, man. Like, he freaking crucified them. And Vince got all pissed off and changed the process type thing. And you can attest to this, Steve. Like, there will be people like Ronda and, like you said, Lynch, Rousey, and Flair. They might not know Steve till like 10 minutes before, right? Like, they're, they're going to know, okay, but they're not going to know the final because Vince knows this shit will leak, right? So he ain't going to say anything, or he'll do a fake one. Vince will do that, too. He'll tell people, this is the way it's going yeah. down. We're doing this. Yep. And then, boom, right five minutes before they go out, he'll go up, and he'll go, yo. It ain't ending like that. It ends like this. And he's your boss. Like, that was the, like the Montreal screw job. Like, I love Brad Hart, but at the same point in time, it's not real, Brett, right? Like, you, it's a movie. Like, you've got to, like, 
your character gets shot at the end, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's life. That's the way this it's goes true. down. Yeah, like you're. But like, I could see Rhonda being the same type of personality, Steve. That she's probably thinking, "F this, this, the, you know, you know, it pisses her off the Becky Lynch shit for real, the Twitter stuff. Even though it's whatever for show, it's still, you know, Rhonda doesn't like her. You can tell, like Rhonda doesn't like. You can tell Charlotte doesn't like Rhonda. So it makes some good heat, actually. So what's your lock, Steve, if we're betting? Seth Rollins, minus 160 against Brock Lesnar. There's evenly matched. Who wins that? I got to believe Seth Rollins wins that. So, yeah, the plan all along has been Seth Rollins uh, coming into this. And, of course, uh, Brock uses Paul Heyman to uh, con- 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 uh, contact rather uh, Ariel Hawani and get this story out saying, oh, well, it looks like we'll have Lesnar and Cormier in August, just trying to get people to say, oh, you know, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar's going to lose all of a sudden. But, yeah, uh, we've been down this before, Steve. I remember everyone, yeah. remember and the UFC did a, he was going to do a UFC deal and everyone was convinced he loses in the summer last year. Oh, he's going to lose for sure. He's going to the UFC. And he won. Yeah. <laughs> right? So Vince yeah, was exactly. throwing you a curveball, like, you know? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, for sure. Because the thing is, is that the Saudi Arabia government is throwing a ton of money at the WWE. They have a, events probably in early May, and they're going to insist that Brock Lesnar comes there. Now, Brock Lesnar it also oh, needs to stay in the company because Fox is giving them a billion dollars and saying, well, he needs to be on television. So, well, uh, you know, whether or not he goes back to the USC. <laughs> Brock's going to yeah. raise that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you, you know, Brock terrible. is definitely... Yeah, he is. I mean, he's there, what, four times a year. So, you know, it's uh, it's it's pretty pathetic. I think uh, all the fans are hoping for Seth Rollins. That was the plan from the get-go. Uh, you know, right now I'm still leaning with Seth Rollins. And uh, I certainly hope that uh, that's what's going to go down Sunday because it is Kurt time Angle? to move on. I think Kurt Angle, final match, yes. He's, yeah, he's re- retiring on the uh, – and, whether, you know, what, what about you know, uh, this Daniel Bryan? About- Daniel Bryan is a dog rock a maniac. He's like plus two twenty against Co- Kofi Kingston. I can't lay three hundred and change with Kofi. I like him and all, but is Daniel Bryan worth a look as a dog? Like they've been pushing know. Kofi Kingston for a championship. They the have fans been. Want I, know, like, I know. The fans want Kofi as a champ, right? Lesnar might be a good oh, dog. They do. I think they're going to try to screw this up. And let's be real. I, only, there I didn't a- realize this. There's only been three black champions. Vince doesn't huh. give the, the the belt to black guys very often, Steve. No, exactly. There is some value there with uh, Daniel Bryan because, you know, you could easily see Vince McMahon just thinking, okay, this has been a nice run for him, but no, it wasn't supposed to be Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania. It was supposed to be someone else. Someone else got injured. It was Mustafa Ali. Otherwise, this match was not happening. So there is some value there for those who are trying to look for a dog, maybe just to put some money on. I, I wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't disagree with putting a few bucks there. All right, see, we got to get out of here. Maybe we'll, tomorrow night, if you're around, we'll uh, we'll do a hit on Patreon or something in the late night hours. Uh, big big Not card. I guess you're watching that that MSG card tomorrow night. A eh? Ring of Honor and uh, New New Japan Wrestling take over MSG tomorrow night. Oh, absolutely. It's it's literally a marathon weekend. We have NXT tonight. We have a Hall of Fame tomorrow. We've got the, the, the card in MSG that you mentioned. we got WrestleMania Sunday. we got Raw Monday. We got and my boys Smackdown from Montreal Tuesday. are here, right? Like, is Beef Wellington yes, here? absolutely. IWS. Yeah, <laughs> IWS is there. Uh, they're going to be there uh, tomorrow. They're uh, running an event live on pay-per-view as well. So it's literally a marathon. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to be living on... Uh, 
energy drinks and chicken wings all weekend. <laughs> so uh, I was looking forward to it. That's it. But right, uh, for anybody you. who wants like the full breakdown, like uh, Sunday morning, 11 a.m., uh, we're going to be live, main event radio, and we'll be doing the full breakdown of all the card. We'll give the preview. So for anyone looking for the final lines uh, and predictions, we'll be doing that uh, Sunday morning at 11 a.m., uh, 1690 a.m. in Montreal. MainEventRadio.com uh, around the world and Bell 5 uh, Channel 950 for those who want to tune in. Right, solid plug on the way out. All right, oh, so yeah, Main Steve, Event Radio. Yeah, work. 11, 11 a.m. Sunday morning. All right, thanks for joining us, Steve. Have a My good pleasure, one. brother. Take- uh, there's uh, Rockamaniac. Good uh, good stuff uh, with uh, with Rockamaniac. Yeah, it's too bad. It's 280 bucks, Cam. I wouldn't mind checking it out, but. Yeah, that's yeah, a what lot a, of what money, a name. Man. Yeah, yeah, I'm not paying $200. Oh, Beef what Wellington? A name, uh, yeah, Beef Wellington. Wellington. That's amazing. I love Beef Wellington. One of my favorites. You get beef with the encrusted pastry. It's right in your wheelhouse, Marenzi. We better get to the picks. Beef Wellington. Hey, I wish that was a pick. Beef Wellington's a lock. Notre Dame women. <laughs> money line. Let's do it. Milwaukee minus 130. Cleveland Indians minus 145. My dog, I'm going to take a shot with Oakland at plus 145. NHL parlay. Give me the Jackets and the Ducks parlayed to plus 125. What do you got for me, Marenzi? All right, I've got um, DePaul on the money line. DePaul on the money line to beat South Florida. Uh, South Florida and DePaul to go over the number, 145, 146. Women's basketball, Baylor and Oregon, over 147.5. Notre Dame fighting Irish women on the money line, minus 150. UConn and Notre Dame over 157 might be my best night of the night. UConn, Notre Dame, women over 157 points. NBA basketball. Nuggets and Clippers, Moneyline Parlay, minus 175. Major League Baseball, Jays, Indians under 7.5. Indians, minus 145. May the winners be yours.